What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. We are watching the movie Iron Sky, The Coming Race. So hang out with us as we watch this. I, I, I As we watch this movie. <laughs> uh, it, it is that. It oh, is a movie. Man, it is a movie. So, Anthony, cue the music. Yeah, we're on the moon. Yeah. No royalties here. Yeah. End. <laughs> well, very abrupt. Welcome to Let's Do a Podcast. So as... My voice was going there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as we said, Iron Sky is the movie. And wow, oh wow. That is a movie. So, boy, was it a movie. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into the movie, obviously, we talk about beer. So, um, Anthony, tell us about your beer. So, I cheated a little bit today. I, uh, so I've been like looking for more summery drinks because, you know, I'm typically, I typically come into my element like with like at the autumn and winter beers where like they're heavier they're a little bit darker in flavor so i've been looking for stuff that's a like, brighter in flavor and something a little bit lighter so i maybe went a little bit too light today i ended up going with a cider <gasps> gasp i know uh so actually not a beer but a cider i actually ended up going with bishop uh cider uh again local uh as always local to the dallas fort worth area i went with their apple pineapple mm. uh flavoring here uh, they say it's all all natural, gluten free, vegan friendly, no sugar additive, no fruit essences, nothing you can't produce, only things you want. It is uh, the ABV is a number that I will say out loud in a few seconds. It's five percent. <laughs> the thing, you, the reason, you, the way you can tell it's not truly a beer is they actually have the nutritional information on the back, which you don't see on any other beer can. <laughs> That's so. true. That's great. Yeah, uh, we are definitely cider people on uh, my end of the Skype call. Uh, my wife really is a cider person. Of course, we haven't gotten much lately, but our favorite cidery, that's right, right? Cidery? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, is Locust Cider, but they're originally from Washington, but they opened a place here. So, uh, how, how is that, though? What do you think? It's, it's pretty good. It's one of my favorites. I actually... Uh, I first had it uh, from the tap uh, at Twisted Root Burgers, which I miss. I miss Twisted Root so much. Uh, <laughs> they've been closed ever since the beginning of the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they, uh, they uh, if you go to their uh, if you go to their bar there, they uh, they typically have the Bishop Cider uh, Apple Pineapple. It's great. It's great from the uh, great from the tap there, and uh, I highly suggest it. Go get it. It's it's great flavor. Got some of that apple flavor. You got some of that pineapple flavor. It just combines together. It's just really good, light on the tongue. Uh, sweet. It's uh, sweet without being too sweet. Mm-hmm. Compliments like a uh, like compliments a burger. To be honest. So nice. hey, I recommend it. Check it out. Nice. And uh, I'm just gonna go and drink that while Ryan talks about. So beer. like I said, uh, the last podcast that I have a bunch of Houston beer. So I'm doing another Houston one. Let's see, try to get on the video here. Oh, I dig that. <laughs> All right. So it is called um, Nude. I was. Tain? Tain. Tain. 
Newtain. Do you get where that's from? Yeah, I wait. Tim and Eric, man. That's right. Yep. I I I knew what this was from originally. I was like, okay, I'm blanking. It's, it's the pressure. It's the pressure of knowing this. Uh, so I mean, as again, I I know I said it on the last podcast, but we are trying to do video now. So I'm showing the people on the video what the can looks like. It's pretty legit. Uh, so it's from the brewery over at Sigma. Uh, can you read any of that? Probably not. Uh, I have a beta sequence I have been working on. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, it, it's so a great I would, can. Uh, to, yeah, to all our listeners out there, if you are not familiar, number one, if you're not familiar with Tim and Eric, check out a few episodes. They're weird, but they're awesome. And if you haven't seen uh, the new Detain, uh, 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 the, the skit, uh it's uh paul rudd isn't it uh and uh it's basically him sitting at a computer and he's looking up different tane gifts which is a character he plays of course and then he tries to look for a nude tane and it basically causes an error in the program i think he ends up seeing it and he ends up seeing it and he's like nah, nah. <laughs> um, anyways youtube go on youtube check it out it's freaking hilarious but i hope the Beer tastes as good as that skit is hilarious. I have actually not even had a sip yet, but uh, so it's made with uh, mosaic El- Ella, I think so, and uh, just a bunch of coating. So it's made with pretty much just two uh, hops. It looks like, and I don't see an APV on here, but I just looked it up and it looks like it's at eight point nine percent. So I guess I'll go ahead and have a sip, which. I just want to also show my glass, which is a Sigma glass. Uh, ah, I know, my having a Sigma beer and a Sigma glass. Yeah, my friend brought it up for me. I got spoiled. Nice. Oh, my gosh. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes great audio, I know, but I mean, that is some really good flavors in here. Holy crap. Nice. Oh, my gosh. I wish I had more of this. this- it's almost as good as a nude tane. Oh, man. Um, so if you're in the Houston area, I don't know if you can still get this. I have no idea. Probably not. Um, but if you can find it, oh, my God, go get it. It is it is amazing. I wish I would have gotten a couple of these so I could share it with you. But instead, yeah. you get to listen just for the, through just, that. Just, yeah. Just for the Tim and Eric reference alone, go go try it. Right. Yeah. It's almost like tempting just to keep the can. Like, it's really cool. <laughs> I know, right? There's there's too many of those kind of cans where it's just like I love the can but I'm like what am I gonna do with the can <laughs> so yeah recycle. exactly yeah. That, that, that's what I'm gonna do but again um just a shout out really to Houston um I mean so Sigma we have Urban South uh, Baba um, Great Heights I mean there's there's so many amazing breweries down in Houston. So if you happen to live in Houston and you don't know about them, look them up because there's a, some awesome stuff happening down there. I mean, there's yeah. awesome stuff up here, too. It's not just Carbock. <laughs> yes, very, very true. Which Carbock is good. Um, but definitely uh, explore the great beer that you have down there because you have plenty. Um, anything else about beer? It's good. I like it. <laughs> it's It's good. I agree with that. So let us move on to Iron Sky. So Iron Sky. So <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So this is actually the second movie out of the series, which is there only two or is there three? I don't even know. Uh, there's only two. I was double checking to see if there were three. There is, in fact, only two. And I think there might only ever be two. Yeah, I could Despite see Despite what they say in the beginning of the movie, that it's the Iron Sky universe. And I'm putting that in quotes in case you can't see me. Uh, which, it's kind of like uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Universal Dark Universe, where they did the Dark Universe thing. And there was only, like, one or two movies of that. So Yeah. that I mean, And that's why I asked, because I was like, okay, they make it sound like there's going to be a bunch of these. So I wasn't 100% sure. <clears throat> yeah, anytime you call your movies uh, your movies a quote-unquote universe on the second movie, guess what? That's probably going to be the last movie in that series. So For real. Um, yeah. So this is a 2019 movie. So, I mean, they might possibly record another one, considering that there's not really been any time in 2020 that they probably could get together and do this. Um, but, yeah, so it's a 2019 movie. It is... So the reason we chose this versus the first one, which we said at the end of the last podcast, this was free. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that's ultimately what like, drove that decision was, okay, we're not going to pay I'll, for it. The other, uh, the other reason is uh, the, the other, uh, other two reasons where the trailer is ridiculous, but yep. pretty much the same reason we pick a lot of other, uh, other movies is the trailer is always ridiculous. And uh, my other reason was that there are probably a lot fewer Nazis, which are plus problematic to talk about <laughs> in, in this one than there are in the first one. The first one has lots of Nazis. This one has many fewer Nazis. Definitely. Uh, there's definitely some. So, you know. yeah, there's, there's only two Nazis in this one. <laughs> so before we get too far into this uh, movie, considering that we haven't really gotten far at all, the budget for this do you want to guess the budget? Was it 17 million euros? <laughs> euros? Uh, it was <laughs> 21 million. Oh. And uh, what was the what was the box office on it? <laughs> 400,000. I think that's why there's only going to be two and not three. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was not a good um, a good investment on them. So yeah, that was that was not quite the return. However, they were funded via Indiegogo yes. and not uh, from a production company. So that was they were playing with other people's uh, Monopoly money there, yeah. not not their own. And I think people were disappointed based off of reviews that I see. Um, yeah. So, Anthony, go ahead, do what you do best, and run this shit down. All right. So, decades well, after a nuclear war, survivors on the moon revisit Earth. To locate a potential power source and find shape-shifting reptiles instead. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you heard that right. <laughs> yeah. Another uh, another uh, thing is that this is also a. Uh, there's a few jokes in here, and what uh, the one of the few joke one of the things you need to understand for these jokes to kind of land a little bit better is this is a Finnish German production, and so uh, during the course of the movie, there's like a Nokia joke. And yeah. in order to stand why they're joking about Nokia is Nokia is a Finnish as a Finnish company. Uh, and that's why they're like, oh, Nokia is better than Apple uh, kind of thing. So that was there was so, a lot just something of, to think about as well. There is a lot. It was, was a, lot of, a lot of Apple uh, bashing stuff. It was actually really, really. Funny. Yeah, I liked that a lot. 
<clears throat> so I didn't take a ton of notes on this because uh, I was just kind of enjoying the ride. Good. <laughs> Those but, are always uh, the fun ones. So my first note was like Iron Sky Universe. What the hell, guys? <laughs> it never, never ends well for somebody who calls their stuff a universe. Uh, so things that we need to know, though, is that in the year 2018, uh, Nazis from the moon attacked the Earth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess the ending of the last movie is that they ended up launching nuclear weapons at Earth and blowing a lot of stuff up. That was my guess. Uh, so that must have been a bad ending on that movie. Uh, and also, apparently, Sarah Palin was the president of the United States oh, during the course God. of this movie, which explains a lot <laughs> why things went just totally shit at the end of that movie. So, and also, uh, there was like a, a there was like a another in this early sequence. It's like it, it almost plays like a uh, it almost plays like a uh, James Bond sequence with the music playing in the background. Uh, but there's also so you have your Sarah Palin as character. They never call her Sarah, Sarah Palin outright, but she yeah. looks very much like her. She and then you have like a Vladimir Putin looking dude. Yeah, and he's not, but he just look like a Vladimir Putin, and he's like doing like one of those Russian uh, uh, Kazakh step dances kind of thing where he's mm -hmm. jumping around. Yeah. So that was also interesting, but you never see that guy ever again. So. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we end up, uh, we end up getting the backstory is, so what has happened, uh, following the end of the first movie is that they, uh, the remaining humans, they fled, uh, they fled the earth on a ship that they were able to cobble together and they fled to the far side of the moon where they found the old moon Nazi base, apparently from the first movie. And it was uh, which, shaped as a swastika, which... It's shaped as a very large swastika. I laughed so hard. I, I laughed so hard. I was like, uh, it was, of course. It's, it's not totally like a swastika, however, because half of it, like a, a good chunk of it is destroyed. Yeah. So, uh, but they, they go and that's where they live because the, the, the earth is a radiated hellscape. And so they go to the moon to live there. However, it is now uh, it has now been twenty five to thirty years uh, after they've uh, left. I think at the year, uh, uh, what did they say the year was like twenty forty nine or something like that. Yeah, uh, twenty forty seven. Uh, and they're on there. Our main character. We meet our main character. Her name is Obi. Uh, she is the daughter of one of the heroes from the first movie, I believe. Uh, Renate. Renate. I really wanted to be like. Obi, you're you're our only hope. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking I was immediately thinking like Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's like a uh, she's like your uh, classic one of your classic archetypes for a hero in a movie. She's like the the person who just kind of keeps everybody like living, and she's like she's like the grease monkey type character. She's yeah. in, like always in the guts of some machine and fixing stuff up, and she's like the person who can fix the machines and then she's the person who can fix the world's problems. Uh, so she's a fixer. She's a person who fixes things, but we, uh, we meet that we meet her. We kind of get the idea of who she is. Uh, we, uh, we then see very quickly, uh, that there is a ship approaching, uh, the moon base from, uh, and they find out it's coming from earth. It's an old, uh, one of the old, uh, flying saucers from the first movie. It's flying to uh, the moon base, uh, and it, they're like trying to see if they need to shoot it down or anything. It's come from Earth. They don't know who's on it, what's on it, uh, and they're just like, we can't have anything come from Earth because we have no clue what it is. We don't have any food. Uh, they're, they're running low in supplies. Uh, the, the the whole ecosystem's about to fail. Anyways, it's all bad. Yeah. Uh, 
So the, they end up they end up crash landing on in the hangar, and uh, out come a bunch of like refugees. They apparently launch from Russia, and we meet our uh, we meet one of our other uh, main characters, Sasha, who is the uh, he's the crazy Russian dude who put together this spaceship and uh, took a bunch of refugees from Russia and flew it to this moon base uh, accidentally because they had no clue where the ship was going. The ship just had it programmed in the uh, computer, and it just flew to the far side of the moon. Which I gotta say that everybody in this movie is so stereotyped. Like every Russian, every Nazi, every American, every, everybody plays that classic role so hard. It's almost like it hurts. <laughs> So, so I have, and I'm gonna build on this a little bit later. But I, I, my, I have my thought on this movie is that if this, if they were to take this and make make it into like a cartoon and maybe like tune it a little bit for a cartoon, it would make like a great like Disney cartoon if they just like played with the characters a little bit. Uh, this would be very much on the on in the line of like uh, what was that uh, Treasure Planet movie? They could totally yes. make it something like that, and it would have totally worked. Oh man, and it Disney. Made so much money. Disney, I know you're listening. Uh, get this. Yeah, get we know Disney going. listens to this podcast. Yeah. Everybody knows Disney <laughs> listens to this podcast. <laughs> well, they listen to everything, though. They're Disney. That's right. They, their ears are burning right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, we'll, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. But yeah, I feel like this, if this were like, it, this, because you have to do, for cartoons, you have to do very broad strokes for some characters sometimes, particularly if it's a children's cartoon. And I feel like that would, that this would translate very well into that, uh, into like a cartoon type thing. Cause because of the way, because of the way they built some of these characters. Uh, so we, uh, following the people landing, uh, the, these refugees landing, uh, in the moon base, we then meet, uh, we meet the jobsists where you're like, Ooh, what is a jobsist? Well, they're the main religion on the moon base and they worship Steve Jobs. <laughs> And they are, uh, they're basically the main religion, but they're like a cult run by uh, this man named Donald, who is played by none other than Tom Green. <laughs> like, how long did it take you to realize it was Tom Green? It took me like a few minutes. Uh, till right now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you think that was Tom Green? Nope. Didn't grasp it. Did not at all. I know that he yeah, looks that was familiar. Totally Tom Green. I was like, yeah. he looks really familiar, but I was like, it's probably nobody so uh he's going through the we we see a little bit one of their services and it's like straight up like lifted from like the language of like an apple ad uh but they end up finding that one of the uh one of the people like jailbroke their phones uh and they all have these app these iphones and they find out he jailbroke his phone and then uh he gets excommunicated and it's they, they end up activating this app on his phone it's i excommunicate and they blow his phone up and they kill him yeah, in the church with a bunch of other people around him. Yeah, that, and he ends it, up creating this huge crater in the middle of the church, and everybody was fine. Like, yeah, it's cool. Uh, but they uh, they go in there. Apparently, uh, there's also a mooncake moonquake happening around the same time. Uh, the uh, all the people they went into the service during the moonquake, and they wouldn't let anybody in. And apparently, all these people have like a lot of supplies. Uh, so we then get, uh, Obi, she goes in there, she's pissed off at them, their little glass door is closed, and she grabs basically a sledgehammer, spins around, and chucks it in the glass, breaking the glass, and there's like a slow, 
uh, slow-mo glass falling as she walks through it. Did you get the reference on that? It's like the old 1984 uh, uh, Apple uh, Think Different commercial where they yep. basically throw the hammer at the TVs. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're just going for blatant ripoff off at this oh, point yeah. of these uh, references. That's actually going to be one of my um, random facts about this movie was that, that they did the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, I saw that. I was like, I just made me immediately made me think of that uh, commercial. Uh, so we get that. She's uh, she finds her mom there. Uh, Renate, Ren- Renate, Renate. Uh, she's in there. Uh, she's uh, coughing. Apparently she's got like pneumonia or something. She's uh, consumption. She's bleeding uh, yeah. as she coughs. So it's not looking too good for her mom. Uh, uh while we were uh, going back to the ship, the the refugee ship, we saw that there was some hooded figure on the ship. Uh, they poked his head out, and then he snuck back in after he saw all these people waiting out there. She, uh, Obi, goes back to the ship. She wants. She was uh, talking shop with the guy, uh, the uh, Sasha, previously, asking him how he built the ship up to get it to fly all the way to the moon. And uh, she's going in and sneaking around in the engine to figure out uh, to figure out how he got everything to work properly. When while she's doing that, she sees somebody leave the ship, this hooded figure, and she follows him. Uh, as she's following him, he sneaks into the uh, like a sauerkraut, uh, a room behind a sauerkraut vending machine, which yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, uh, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. Mmm. <laughs> Yummy. Sauerkraut. Uh, so sneaks in there, uh, follows the dude, uh, and it turns out to be a moon Nazi. It turns Turns out to be the guy who used to be in charge of the Moon Nazis. They call him the Moon Fuhrer, Fuhrer, Fuhrer. The Moon, the, the 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 basically the guy in charge of the Moon Base. The the Moon Base commander is what I'm gonna call this dude. Yeah. Uh, so he's the bad. He, apparently, he was the main bad guy from the first movie. But now he's not as much of a bad guy, but he's still kind of a bad guy. I think it would have helped uh, if we saw the first movie, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, maybe we can get a better idea of what this guy is from if we watch the first movie. But uh, we learned during the course of this conversation there is a uh, there is a material called Vril Ya Vril Ya V R I L Ya. Oh yeah. Uh, that is made of pure energy. Uh, is made by the Vril, who are these shape shifting lizard people. And we see a little sequence of how the Vril came to Earth. They. Are actually this this guy the moon base commander is actually the person who like created humans, uh, uh, basically just on a lark he was just trying to like push like evolutional uh, a little more along. Uh, then uh, when the 65 million years ago when the meteor hit Earth they took their spaceship that had crash landed on Earth and they took it uh, and uh, put it underground to be safe. And where did they take it? Nowhere other than inside the hollow earth, because now all the conspiracy theories are true. The earth is hollow. The there is a holy grail. Uh, the world is the world is run by lizard people. Uh, you know, it's it's all craziness is all true now. That's what of heard. course this movie. I thought that's when the movie gets great. Is remember yeah. they're remember it's they're like, there. You're like. Oh my God! This hits like every conspiracy theory. It's just like I'm sold. I believe this. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, it's like it's this like, is real. It's like the first movie. The first movie like covers like oh yeah, there's there's Nazis that live on the moon and they're and they've been hiding out until the year 2018. So, uh, but she uh, 
the 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 reason she believes this uh, uh, the moon base commander uh, I think his name is Wolfgang uh, is the uh, she takes the a piece of the Virilia it looks like a like a Toblerone and she takes it and gives it to her mom and uh, basically it like it turn makes her glow a little bit and then she looks she ends up looking like 30, 40 years younger than she is because she goes from this older looking woman into like looking younger than uh younger than or about the same age as obi mm-hmm. which i guess that was relief for the actress because she didn't have to wear all that heavy makeup anymore yeah that's really like all an, they did uh, old, an older person they're like <laughs> all right now i'll take off your makeup oh cool uh so a few other characters that we've met uh we've met a little bit we that turn out to be important people are uh we've met malcolm uh, prior to this he's a soldier that her mom uh that Obi's mom wants her to like, uh, Obi hasn't like taken, uh, like a boyfriend or anything like that. And she's like, Oh, Malcolm, he's a really nice guy. You should have babies with that guy. Uh, he's a soldier working for the, uh, working for the, uh, uh the moon base. He's a really good natured guy. Uh, cause you think, you, th- you think a guy who's wearing a stormtrooper outfit with like the, the Nazi helmet and the mask and all that stuff, you think you would think he's naturally just going to be a bad guy, but he's like, like, He's salt awesome. of the earth like cool dude yeah he's so great so, uh they're so uh they're, they're during the course of this they're like oh we need to get the ship we need to go get this holy grail uh that's got all this brilliant energy and th- there are no bones about it they just got to go do stuff in this movie and i like it they just cut to the chase yeah they grab the people yeah it's uh sasha uh sasha obi uh donald ends up finding out during the course of this that the lizard people and the Holy Grail and all this other stuff and what he's, what he's going to do. And he's like, Hey, I want to come too. Otherwise I'm going to go tell everybody. So she's like, fine, you can come along. And cause she, she correctly assumes that if he comes with me, I can get rid of him while he's down there. Cause she hates this guy. Yeah. So, so Donald and a couple of his disciples go with him. Uh, and then uh, as they're trying to leave, they come across Malcolm and they like Sasha is trying to prove that he's like this really big, tough guy he fights bears and lions and tigers and whatever, and uh, which is a whole fun shtick for him. Uh, and he goes up to the behind this soldier that's guarding the ship, and he punches him. And uh, he looks like he breaks his fist or something. And uh, my one of my favorite uh, things is, like, he takes... Uh, it turns out to be Malcolm. He takes the helmet off. He turns around, and he's like, dude, this is like a punch-resistant outfit. Yes. What, why did you think that would work? <laughs> he's like, but he's like, again, so good-natured about it. He's like, what? Why'd you do that? Yeah, and he's it's like that was not gonna work out for you. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, sorry, I didn't realize it was you, is what he said. And he goes, Oh, it's okay. And they're like, yeah. So what are you doing? And they're like, Oh, we're gonna take the <laughs> ship and go down and do all this stuff. And like, you you wanna come? He's like, sure. And he takes off his outfit. And they're like, Well, you should probably keep the outfit on. He's yeah. Like, what do you say? Something like it's too hot or something oh, like, like that. Like No, no, he's he's like he's like, Oh, they no, they they charge me like a fine if I use this while I'm like off right. duty. So he just takes it off and like puts it off on the side. That's right. That was so, so he's funny. like cause he just like takes it off. He just like starts stripping down, and he puts on a red t shirt. He's like, Nah, I don't need it anyways. Wait, which proof. he doesn't. No, he does yeah. not. There's very few things that will take him down and it's not physical danger. So it's not dinosaurs, uh, it's think, not people trying to eat him. It it no, he's a very strong. Yeah, he's a strong man. A very strong man. Uh, so they get down there. Uh, the uh, one of the uh, so they they hop in the ship. They're flying down uh, to Antarctica to go through a hole in Antarctica into the into the center of the Earth, where it's all hollow. Again, 
conspiracies. It's like aliens. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they fall into this hole into the center of the earth. Uh, the one of the things that was really interesting though that was interesting to me, to me as an aviation nerd was that she uh, as they're as they're going into land she pulls this lever and she thinks it's something to correct the yaw of the ship and he's like no it's for the pitch and it makes them pitch down and crash oh, yeah. and to to me it's an aviation joke because the way Russians design aircraft versus how everybody else does. Russians design their aircraft so backwards compared to everybody else that that is like a totally realistic thing that could happen if you go from flying a normal aircraft to a Russian aircraft. They just design everything backwards the way they do it. I don't know how they fly their freaking aircraft. Interesting. So that was funny to me. That was like that that would to- that is a totally realistic thing that could happen. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Uh, we we get down there. They get they get uh, to the other the inside of the Hollow Earth. It's totally real. There's a little sun inside of there that, that is being powered apparently by the Vrilia. Uh, there's dinosaurs and animals and all this other stuff. They start tromping through the jungle, and uh, we hear like lions snarling in the distance. Mm-hmm. And the, Mal- the Malcolm just kind of charges off into the distance to see what it is. And we just hear snarling, and we hear they're having this conversation, and we hear Malcolm yelling in the distance. And he's like, "Ah, yeah, uh, uh," and uh, they're like just talking. Yeah, they're hanging out while he's we're assuming either dying or fighting something off. But we never see it. No, we don't see it at all. And then he, he just comes yeah. back, like he just comes back, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I just fought like a couple of lions over there." And yeah, he, he brings back the fight like in detail. Yeah, he has like a tooth or something like that in his hand. <laughs> like, oh, okay. He's like, I hope we don't have to go in that direction because there's like ten more coming our way. That's right. We better go. Yeah. Well, it turns out. So it turns out, and, and this is one of the other things I thought was really interesting in the movie is that the heroine, she's totally fallible. Uh, she's not. She's not like this infallible uh, hero character. Uh, it turns out she was taking them in the wrong direction. Sasha is like, hey, you're doing it backwards because we're inside the earth so everything's reversed and so they end up going back the other way to go to the city of agartha which we get there pretty quickly yeah and honestly there's there's a lot that happens that i feel is almost unnecessary down here too it's just like they're showing off what they what they can do like they showed off hey look how much money we raised so we put it really into the graphics of this place yeah <laughs> Oh, they did. One of the things I did, uh, and and then this goes into something that we talked about earlier, is uh, when they get in there, they're like, did anybody bring a compass? And there's like, no compass. Well, uh, yeah. they're going through all the stuff they brought, and uh, uh, Donald's over there. He's like, oh, I don't have any cell service, so my compass doesn't work on my iPhone. And uh, uh, Sasha's in there. He's like, uh, he's like, he's got his old-style Nokia. Yeah. It was like 3310. Phone, which uh, I had one of those like, back when I was in high school. Did you ever have one of those? Hell yeah, yeah. Were... those those things. Those things you could like throw them at a wall, and the wall would like collapse. I remember, like, I had one. Uh, so my parents were like, "Hey, once it breaks, we'll get you a new phone." I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" It never broke. It like... will. It will never break. <laughs> it was. It was. Still have that phone to this day, waiting for my parents <laughs> to buy me a new phone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hold it up. There's uh, a little the... Nokia. Like, yeah, the. uh uh, the only reason I don't have mine anymore is because I lost it at a beach. So uh. sad story uh, because I had uh, I had a good high score on the snake game on there. It's like a, I love that snake game. 
hey, you uh, can get but Snake it, for uh, the iPhone, just just so you know. It's not the same. I know. It's not the same. <laughs> but uh, they uh, they they get they they do the whole Nokia joke. The Nokia's got like a compass on it. Doesn't need Wi-Fi. They're like, great. We know where we're going, and that leads to us getting to Agartha. Now we get to Agartha. And uh, they almost immediately get captured. Why do they get captured? Well, we learned that the uh, the Vril, they weren't just. It wasn't just. Uh, it wasn't just this uh, Moon Fuelher bad guy, Moon Commander guy. It was also like uh, the Pope. It was like Osama bin Laden, uh, Margaret Thatcher. It was uh, Caligula. Like from the Roman Empire, yeah, it was like all like every world leader was like a uh, was like a, a a lizard person, like throughout history, and they were just all swapping around. So that was fun, uh, and uh, and of course the the uh, Sarah Palin president character, she was a moon uh, yep. was a reptile. Which and... I just want to say, I could see all that part being true. <laughs> just saying, maybe. Like, like maybe uh, as far uh, fetched as this is, it's at the same time like, okay, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to the uh, we get to the uh, the one who's in charge of it all. We get to the uh, it's like a, is it like a reptile uh, like a real reptile Hitler? Yeah, pretty much. Is like he's like the main bad guy. So that's our we we made our main villain, uh, and we then see that we then see that because she's insulting the guy that's in charge, uh, he basically orders all the other uh, all the other folks to attack her. So they all attack her and eat her. Uh, so the Sarah Palin, President of the United States character, is done. She's dead. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so. We then get to uh, we go to our heroes. They uh, Donald and his followers they are sneaking around, but then they blow the cover uh, back back to where I was talking about before because they see a real a real version of Steve Jobs, which he's their Lord and Savior in for the Jobsists. They pop out and they're like, "Hey, Steve Jobs, we worship you. We follow your, we follow your leadership." Yada yada yada. Well, it turns out he's also like a reptile person, and he <laughs> captures him. And then Malcolm gets captured, and uh, so they all get captured. Uh, how does Malcolm get captured again? I forget how he gets captured. Uh, I don't. I don't know. He's like he's, he must. I think he's like fighting off like other like some of the other. Uh, oh, that's right. He he fights off the velociraptors. Oh yeah 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 he's yeah. Like those velociraptors on him. Yeah, that's right. And he's like he's like I thought he was doing pretty good against the velociraptors, but then like they get him, and I was like, oh, Malcolm's dead. Yeah. So they they like they fight the crap out of him. Oh yeah. But then they show him dragging him off. So it's like okay, so he's not dead. I thought he was totally dead. It's pulling a a, a chip on us. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we then see, uh, so the only two le- that are left able to complete the mission are Obi and Sasha. They end up knocking out two of the, uh, two of the soldiers, the real soldiers, and steal their uniforms. Uh, one of the things I didn't mention is that, uh, that Wolfgang, he gave, uh, he gave Obi like a finger. He cut off like a finger and oh, then he yeah. took the real to show that it, how it worked. Uh, so he gave her the finger and she's like, gross, why would I need that? 
well, it comes into use. They get to the temple of the Holy Grail and they use the finger to open the door and get in there right as the uh, the Brill soldiers are about to capture them. Which apparently, uh, so they go in there. As long as you have a dinosaur finger, you can get in anywhere. So, eh. Well, Wolfgang apparently was like the number two for a long time. So, hey, that's true. But at the same time, you he's the vice once, president of the Brill. I mean, obviously he left. So I'll be like, okay, let's 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 uh, deny his access to our Holy Grail room. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, their cybersecurity is probably not all that on point. So, uh, the uh, while that's going on, while they're going to sneak to get the Holy Grail, we also go and see the uh, captured folks. Uh, basically, what happens? Donald and his followers get eaten by Steve Jobs. So that's done. Uh, he he uh, Donald tries to like Donald tries to like sell them out. He's all about the quid pro quo. He's like, I will tell you where all the people are come from. He tells them that they're all living on the moon. And and he's like and the uh, the repto reptile real Hitler guys like oh cool okay uh, now I know where to now where my now I know where my brother is now where I know where all these folks are and we're just gonna go kill them great thanks for telling me that and he's like now that you told me that I'm gonna kill you so he does uh, uh, fortunately Malcolm has been uh, has a lockpick on him he was able to pick the shackles. And uh, he has some funny repartee with Steve Jobs, and then he beats the crap out of him, and I believe he kills Steve Jobs again. Uh, we then uh, we see him. Uh, we see him. Fortunately, later he survives. Uh, as uh, Obi and uh, Sasha are fleeing the Temple of the Holy Grail with the Holy Grail, since they moved it, the big sun that was being powered has now fallen into the city. And it is basically rolling like the uh, big rock in Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're they're running away. Uh, they're running away from it on these dinosaur chariots being pulled by Triceratops. Again, this is like over the top ridiculousness. Oh yeah, it's so uh, great. And uh, yeah, so they're they're in chariots. Uh, Obi's in one. Uh, Sasha's in the other. Malcolm runs up to join uh, Sasha in his, and they're being pa- chased on chariots by. Margaret Thatcher, by uh, the Pope, and by Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Again, you can't make this stuff up. It's freaking nuts. Uh, the uh, all the real get cat. They get killed by the giant rolling sun thing yeah. uh, as it crushes them and melts them. Apparently, uh, and uh, our three heroes escape, and they're the only ones that are left. So they hop on the ship. They fly. Uh, they fly back to the moon. Uh, really no problems. They get, they get to the moon and they are planning to get the, uh, they're planning to basically take the Holy Grail and put it onto the ship, mm-hmm. uh, that she's been working on so they can leave and go somewhere else. Uh, in doing so, the, uh, we see another ship comes to, uh, we see another ship comes to, uh, the moon base. It's the reptile Hitler, uh, Vril Hitler guy, and he's riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Hmm. That this, I think this is this this was the scene in the trailer that kind of sold me that we yes. needed to watch this movie because we see like a Hitler riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes, and I was 100%. like, what the hell is this? So, uh, he starts kind of re- wreaking havoc. That everybody kind of. You know, I thought there were so many more people, but you see them on the ship, and there's not that many people that were living on this moon base. Yeah, it is. 
they acted like there was a shit ton of people. But yeah, yeah, it was like maybe 50. Yeah. Whenever you're like, OK, we're seeing just the same people on repeat here. Like, all right. Yeah. It's like it's like the uh, it's like the gladiators or the uh, centurions in space captain, captain of space. Exactly. So it was very much uh, so it was very much uh, not not as on the nose, but it was pretty on the nose. Uh, they uh, the, all the people start fleeing out there. Uh, Sasha runs and he takes the uh, takes the Holy Grail with all the energy in it. And he basically duct tapes it into a side panel. It's like I like it was like the worst duct tape job ever. He just like barely like <laughs> attaches it there. And he takes two wires and just puts it into the cup. Uh, but it powers the ship. So that's great. Uh, as he uh, as he's doing that, uh, uh, Obi and her mom, R- Renate, uh, they are trying to figure out what to do about the Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, tromping through the whole area. And Renate's like, I got this. She takes a, uh, before before the cup goes to get attached into the spaceship, she takes a gulp from the cup. She gets all this energy in her, and then she does a flying kick into the nose of the Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex and kills the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> that was ridiculous. And uh, the, uh, the real lizard Hitler... Uh, he's like stepping up to like go fight, but then a large piece of machinery falls and crushes him. Yeah. Makes so sense. he was around for like how long. Thank you. And goodbye. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we have, uh, and not, not to leave the movie without a villain, uh, Wolfgang comes back and now he's now the main villain. I don't know why he took such a heel turn because he seemed like he was helping. And now he's like, we're not on the same side anymore. Yeah, it didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Zero explanation uh, of what was going on. So they, I forget, they leave him in the dust uh, and they hop on the ship and the ship gets, the ship goes, uh, I think the, does the, the mom dies, right? Yes. Yeah. I forget how she dies, but she dies. This all happens very quickly. They escape. And as they're escaping uh, from the, uh, from the moon base, uh, the uh, the uh, the royal ship starts chasing after them, and it's Wolfgang. Uh, Wolfgang is chasing after them and his ship. Well, he's got he's got an iPhone. The reason the reason they figure out he's got an iPhone is they're like, how is he communicating with our ship? He's like, I've got an iPhone. You've got an iPhone. I can communicate with you guys. And you can't stop me. So they hack into his iPhone using the Nokia phone somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and activate his IX communicate app, and they blow him up. Makes sense with with the iPhone. So we then get to our. Uh, so everybody's happy. They are now. They are now on their way to Mars uh, to find a new place to live. As they're on their way, they st- they they begin to think about their losses. As they're talking, they uh, we find out that uh, Sasha uh, uh, was it Malcolm. Because throughout the whole movie, there's been this whole thing between Malcolm and Sasha of who's uh, who's Obi gonna fall for. Right. Uh, and Obi's like, I don't give a I don't give a darn. I, I'm just about the mission. Yep. Uh, well, it turns out it was a one sided competition because uh, Malcolm's like, dude, Obi likes you. It's like, and I'm about, I'm not about the ladies. I'm about the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> which was which was kind of a funny turn in which he, Malcolm never shows any interest in Obi, but it's always kind of assumed yeah. that he likes her, but he likes her only as a friend. And he's again about, apparently he's about like the biker dude that was randomly standing there. Yeah. So, it, that was so confusing. Like, Oh, okay. Which is fine. It's yeah. just like, 
Yeah, the whole time you thought it was a competition between yeah, them. Yeah, it was two. never it was never hinted, but it was a fun. It was a, like a funny reveal. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, like immediately a second later, uh, apparently he has a allergic reaction to the <laughs> lobster or crab and wheat and something else in the yes. whatever gruel they're eating. Yes. And we get this very solemn funeral scene, uh, uh, mourning the loss of Obi's mom and Malcolm, and I'm like. Holy crap! Did they kill Malcolm like after the end of this movie? Yes. And and uh, as the, they sh- they shoot out the empty casket of the mother, uh, and they're preparing to shoot out the casket Mal- Malcolm's ca- casket, and then you hear doom 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 and boom, and Malcolm punches his way out of the casket, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, my mom's buried me like twenty times. 20 I go into this catatonic state. It's like whenever uh, whenever I get like a that." that that allergic reaction oh it just god. looks like i'm dead but i'm totally fine oh my god so, it's so funny so he's alive and then we uh we get our reveal they're headed to mars and then we uh fast forward out to mars during the credits and then we see on the far side of mars it's the communists they live on the far side of mars dun 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 and that's like the clue for iris guy three if there ever is one so Which... iris guy three it's a hundred years in the future and it's them versus the communists. Uh, according to the red carpet premiere of this movie, apparently there was one, uh, there was a hint of the movie title, iron sky, the end game. So there might be a third movie. Interesting. Called end game. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, they're going to probably have some like M- MCU like references in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, that that that's that movie. That's that's the long and short of that movie. So some random facts. The movie took almost five years to make. Oh wow. Yeah, they really took their time with this movie. Um. Yeah. The film takes place in twenty thirty eight. Apparently. And. Really, whenever you go on IMDb, look up the rating, it gets a 5 out of 10. So it's like right in the middle. (laughs) Um, I didn't really look up any reviews before watching this one, unlike the last one and what I usually do. So I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. But really, whenever you scroll around, I mean, there's 10 out of 10s. There's... Two out of tens. There's one out of tens. It's just like it's all over the place. So it kind of depends what mood you're in, in my opinion. Um. So what I ooh, ooh go ahead. You I got, do have one thing. Yes. All right. So I don't think this third movie is going to happen. I just read Blind Spot Pictures, the main production company for Iron Sky, has been declared bankrupt since the 17th of September, 2019. Oh, they're probably done. Yeah. So That's I don't think okay. it's happening. That's okay. Um. So what I liked, it was entertaining. All around, in my opinion, I, I was not bored. Um, even the the parts where it was just the storyline, at least, still was so just stupid and did not really make any sense. It was, it still, it captured me. I. There was so much about it that I really did enjoy. Just the storyline was hilarious, especially whenever they, you know, they land on Earth, 
And, I mean, it hit, like we said, everything. It had the lizard people, the Holy Grail. Like, just, there's dinosaurs. There's all this stuff. I just, I I think they did a great, great job with this movie. <laughs> um, what about you, Anthony? You know, I just, uh, it's, it's very similar. The uh, They didn't really give in a good way they didn't really give you time to breathe or catch your breath in this movie there was like really no pause the action just kept going and going and going and going there was always something happening the screen was always busy you were always doing stuff and so you had no time to be bored because the movie just kind of kept coming at you exactly you don't really you don't really realize what you watched until the end of the movie until you get to the end by that point you're the it's like the, it's done yeah you, you have no time to like really think about it because it just keeps happening there's a lot of movies that are like that that i don't like this one actually worked pretty decently for me though uh it just i mean again it just keeps coming at you but this uh they they do it they, the way they do it is very interesting it's uh it's just crazy enough to work i guess is is what i'm thinking and again i have no comparison i can't compare this to the first one because i've not seen it uh, and maybe I need to sit down and watch the first one uh, so I can compare it. And, and I I expect it to be very schlocky and very kind of parody-ish that, compared to it, like this one. But the uh, it was it was like very off the wall. But it was also like high quality special effects. It was done very well, very high quality. And again, I I think this is something that could go very well as like a cartoon. Uh, if yeah. they, if they were to make this uh, like a like an animated feature, it would like be like awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, if they, yeah, if I think if they would have gone slower and really had time, left time for us to kind of think about the movie, we would have been done with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, MVP. Um, go ahead. Uh, do you know your MVP, Anthony? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Uh, my MVP is Al- Malcolm. He was my favorite character in this whole thing. Yeah. He. Uh, he, he he was he was probably the funniest character to me. I didn't when I saw him in the first scene, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this guy. Uh, but then you see, then you the second time you see him, where he's like, where he gets punched, and he's like very good natured about it. And then every time you run into him, he's just like, he's like, just like, you know, he may not be the sharpest uh, sharpest crayon in the box, but he's like gonna be really, he's gonna be really cool about stuff. Yeah. So I. I'd like love he's he's uh, out of all the characters in the movie he's the one I probably like most like to get a beer with he seems like the coolest guy Agreed. so I he was my MVP of the movie he was like he was like the muscle uh, that kept the kept everything on track uh, and he was like willing to sacrifice himself for his friends too which I thought was really cool uh, so yeah that was like he was my MVP for the movie he just he kept everything going he kept everything on track he helped he helped everybody out. Even if it was the uh, the jobs just who were like big jerks, that was what it was all about. Uh, he was uh, to me. He was the uh, yeah MVP material all the way. So for mine, and strictly because of the reliability, Nokia phone coming yeah. in strong with <laughs> the hacking skills, the MVP there, and the compass. I mean, that shit, not only did it last through all the years, but it also still worked. He still plays Snake. Survived a nuclear war. Yeah. He still plays Snake on that damn phone. I mean, yeah. So, shout out to Nakia phone. 
Did you see in the uh, Did you see in like the final scenes that uh, the uh, that Malcolm beat his high score on Snake? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he, there was like a whole thing. You can't. You can hear it in the background. Malcolm's like playing with the Nokia phone. He's like, "Hey, I set a new high score." Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> see, I mean, even like, more because like Sasha was like, "Oh, very high score. Uh, nobody can beat it." Yeah, I. So I mean, I feel like it, it's just a given now. Most of my VIP stuff is going to be the most off the wall thing but i mean oh, come yeah. on that nokia yeah, that, that wins so um yeah. <clears throat> the dislikes i right, you go first oof, it might be because we didn't watch the first one but there's things about the story also even though i said i i like the story but there still were things about the story that was kind of we had to guess what happened in the first episode or the first movie, mainly wherever it first started. Like there's a lot of beginning things where you're like, okay, I guess if I were to watch the first one, I'd probably understand what's going on more right now in this moment. So I guess just in that sense, that's probably what I disliked. I wish, I wish I could have seen the first one to see if it would fill in the gaps of these, random little stories that were talked about kind of these details where it's like okay does that not matter or was that already talked about in the first movie that we just didn't see so kind of just having to fill in the gaps i guess kind of bothered me a little bit yeah but what about you so i gotta say and uh i gotta say that and again just this is i'm just looking at this movie outside of the whole out iron sky universe or outside of the first movie because i know the first movie is done a certain way and that they, they probably used these characters a certain way for a certain reason and i'll need to go watch that first movie to get really an idea why so i can maybe understand a little bit better but i really do feel like as villains i do feel like nazis get used way too often if you want to find an evil archetype, you go to the Nazis. And I understand why you do that, because you you have Nazi, and then the, everybody knows Nazi equals evil. And yeah. I get that. It's a very good, very easy, very easy to understand. These guys are the bad guys. Uh, but I feel like they get used way too often. And I feel like uh, you could take, you could expend the energy to further develop your, uh, further develop your villains to be a... Uh, to be more than just kind of cardboard cutout of uh, of just some evil archetype, I, you see you see it in other movies. I mean, you see it in other movies that do very well. I mean, like a good villain makes an awesome movie. Yep. You look at movies. You look at like you look at Star Wars. You look at uh, you look at like uh, the Avengers with like Loki uh, and his character how he's how he's developed over the course of like several movies. A good villain will make a great movie, even if you're even if your hero is like not great it's all about the, the the opposition of the of the villain versus the hero and so i really feel that uh they by using uh by using like uh uh lizard hitler it was kind of, i feel like it was it was comical but it was kind of lazy mm -hmm. uh so that was like my main dislike it's just it's, it's the same it wasn't guys. there for me yeah, yeah. so i get that it was yeah it it was I wouldn't say it was bad. It was just lazy to me. That was my main complaint on that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So, uh, yeah. better than Hardcore Henry? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would watch this movie again. And again, this is, as I probably say on a lot of these, 
watch this movie with friends. It's ridiculous, but it's entertaining. Yeah. I, I'm really thinking maybe for our next podcast episode, maybe we'll try to, uh, we'll do like a watch it at the same time. We'll talk about it kind of thing. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. It, you know, if it sucks and does bad, there we go. But it might make the movie itself kind of more enjoyable to be able to like, all right, well, let's pause and talk about what's happening. It might be a long episode too, but Hey, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But, uh, maybe, maybe, um, so, okay. Well then I'm guessing it's probably a cheers for you. Or is it a party foul? So for me, this one is a cheers. I would watch this again. I am intrigued enough that I would like probably I would I've I've had the original Iron Sky on my list ever since I saw the first trailer for it many years ago. Uh, this makes me want to see it probably a little bit more. Uh, so I'll probably go seek it out. I think it might be on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. I have to go check that out. I completely agree. And I think the same thing. Yeah. I, I thought, OK, I kind of want to go watch the first one now. But yeah, I agree. It's a cheers. I mean, even watching by myself, it was enjoyable. I can't imagine how much better it would be watching with a friend. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So there you go. Uh, we recommend you watch it. I mean, go in with a open mind, willing to just laugh at the craziness. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. So. Totally agree. Things we are enjoying or recommending this week. Anthony, you get to go since I went first last time. Okay. Uh, things I'm enjoying uh, this week. I've been... Uh, so, with the release of uh, new games uh, coming soon, uh, we even, like, in these days, uh, hey, apparently you can work from home programming video games, and it's not a problem. <laughs> but uh, uh, Assassin's Creed's coming out with a new game, uh, apparently in the next year or so, and with that, they started, uh, they did a really big sale on their Assassin's Creed games a few mm. weeks ago, so I've been playing a little bit of catch-up, because I think the last one I had played was Assassin's Creed Unity, so I played through Assassin's Creed Syndicate, it was okay, uh, but then the next one in the series, because I'm just kind of playing through them in their release order, I started playing through Assassin's Creed Origins. Dude, that game is different, but it is freaking awesome once you get used to it It is not like any other previous uh assassin's creed game i'm like barely like maybe 30 40 percent through it and i'm still like i'm having a ball it's freaking awesome i love it you're just like like, uh just kind of running through like like not even ancient egypt it's like egypt during like uh the rise of caesar it's freaking awesome you're like working with like caesar and cleopatra and Mark Antony and all this other stuff going on, like not not the uh, not in the Latin singer, but the yeah the Latin speaker. <laughs> yeah, I think the last uh, Assassin's but, Creed I played was Black Flag. Okay, yeah, so you you would have some yeah yeah you have because uh, like it goes from Black Flag it goes, uh, Black Flag was Assassin's Creed three then Black Flag then uh, a Unity then Syndicate and Origins and, and then I think Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey yeah. was the last one, and then the new one coming out is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But uh, that—that's the newest one they're releasing, uh, I guess, in the next year or so. Uh, but Assassin's Creed Origins—it's like about—it's about like the first quote-unquote first assassin, or the beginning of the Assassins Guild, uh, as they as they begin to fight the uh, the Templars, which they're not known as the Templars back then. Uh, but it's a really interesting game. It kind of sheds things in a new light a little bit. You mm-hmm. learn a little bit more about the uh, the aliens that were like back in the time before. Right. Uh, 
it's just uh, I'm having a ball playing it. It's it's really cool. So that's my thing. I've been playing yeah. more video games mainly because there's I've kind of run out of things to watch. But yeah. <clears throat> um. So mine is more not necessarily a certain thing. So I it's just because this has been very heavy on me. I want to take this time to encourage the people listening to educate yourself in what's happening in the world right now, or mainly in the U.S., because there's a lot of crazy shit happening right now. Um, so I, I, I thought about whether or not to say this, but I feel like if you know me and Anthony, you follow us, you see our, uh, even on our uh Let's do a podcast, Instagram. We obviously very much support, you know, the uh, Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. So I really, I want to encourage you to educate yourself in what's really happening. Instead of hearing words and either getting offended or assuming things, take time to educate yourself of what's really the meaning behind everything being said and what's happening and why what's happening is happening like our history so really yeah. again just educate yourself and you know if, if you want to talk about it feel free to hit me up i'll, I'll gladly chat about it and f- uh, listen to other points and opinions i I'd very slow to anger I, I i get other people's thoughts and i'm always willing to listen so there's my recommendation so um our next movie which i already picked out Oh, cool! It is going to be inhuman sandwich. Inhuman sandwich. Is it inhuman sandwich or inhuman witch? It could be either one, honestly. And inhuman witch. So it's on. Oh boy! Amazon Prime. It's another goofy one. I think it's the same people that did a uh, killer sofa. If not, then oh I, really? I think so. If not, it's the same type of humor. So, um, it is on Amazon. No, it's not the same people. My bad. Uh, but it's the uh, same type of humor. So, uh, get on to that Amazon Prime if you have it. Watch it along with us. Um, if we don't do a watch along, maybe we can at least, uh, well, if we don't do a watch along, we'll at least talk about it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. anyways, guys, uh, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at, uh, let's instapod twitter is let's tweet a pod facebook is let's do a podcast please rate subscribe to our youtube channel we are this is going to be our second video on our youtube channel um wherever you listen to these podcasts please subscribe uh sorry all right so that rate us uh like rate subscribe comment do all those things do do all of the things do all the things that you're supposed to do whenever you listen to a podcast, right? Um, again, feel free to hit us up uh, if there's any movies that you want us to watch. It has to be free, because that's all we do. Um, yeah, I don't want to pay extra movie to watch these movies on here. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else? I'm already paying for all these subscriptions. That's right. I think we hit all the marks. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I think... Hopefully, the people that have been listening agree that 
episodes are getting much better every single time we do them. Uh, we'll, At least that's what we're going for. So yeah, I hope so. Um, again, we'll. I have a few other guests that I've reached out to to be on our show, and blah blah blah. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much, Anthony. How do we end this? Uh, you are Ryan. I am Anthony. Let's end the podcast. Bye. Peace. <laughs>